This is Seven Sport. Good morning. Welcome along to Buddies for Breakfast live on this Saturday, 23rd of September. There's been a lot going on this week in and around Gloucestershire and thankfully we are all here to just enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's a big afternoon today. Uh, it's FA Vars, FA Trophy Day for the Southern League and the Hellenic sides, but it's also County Cup Day for some of the minor leagues and also the County League and Northern Senior League. So plenty going on, plenty happening. So if you are around, if you've got a loose end, if you want to get yourself to a game, there is plenty of options. We'll run through the fixtures as we always do in just a moment. A reminder at the top of the programme that if you want to get in contact with us, you can on Twitter at 7sport, uh, facebook.com forward slash 7sport and info at 7sport.co.uk on the emails. Um, and also a reminder as well that this broadcast and all of our broadcasts this season are sponsored by SoFab Sports, sofabsports.co.uk for all of your sportswear needs. In particular, we always say it, the American sports, they have great collection of American uh, sportswear. And if you fancy having a look on their online store, you can treat yourself to 20% off. Simply use the code 7sport20 at the checkout and you get yourself a nice discount courtesy of 7sport. You're welcome. But I know, as we said, great week in the county. Plenty of games in midweek. Uh, I went and saw a Youth Cup game on Wednesday night. Toughly a little bit outclassed. They didn't do themselves any disjustice, I would say. They just came up against a better team. Uh, Sam, of course, went to Slimbridge on Tuesday. They were unfortunately beaten by Corsham. But the attention's turned to the FA Vars today. For us, we are at Shortwood United versus Long Levens, of course. Um, but yeah, there is plenty going on. And we'll, we'll run through the fixtures. We'll, we'll, we'll get that out of the way. Um, we have League 1, Cheltenham Town versus Stevenage. Uh, League 2, Notts County versus Forest Green Rovers. And National League North, it's Darlington versus Gloucester City. That is a massive game. And uh, coming up on the programme, we do have a look into what's happened in the last seven days at Gloucester City. Clip from Tiger uh, TN Talk and also the first interview that Mike Cook gave after being named manager after coming in following Tim Flowers' sacking. Of course, Shelton Town, they've also followed suit and sacked Wade Elliott. So, you know, they're, they're under interim management today at home to Stevenage. Uh, interesting to see who uh, is going to take over at Wadden Road. As we said, it's the FA Trophy, second qualifying round today. Bishop's Cleave, the only side left in it. They're against Bristol Manor Farm. Manor Farm, who did beat Cleave in the FA Cup. We were there for that one. Will be another tough game at Kate Lane. My thing is, for, for me, I mean, I put it in the 7-7s against Reedy McKinnon. I don't think Cleave could be as bad today as they were on that day. Who knows? So it should be a better showing from the Mitres. In the Southern League Division 1 South, Willand Rovers versus Evesham United and the Central is Wellwind Garden City versus Sirencester Town, both sides away from home there. As we said, FA Vars, that's where our attentions are going to be this afternoon. Plenty of options for you if you are still looking for a game. Brimscombe Frupp, they host Tiverington Rocks. Uh, Cadbury Heath versus Fairford Town. We do have... Director of Football with Fairford Town, Jody Bevan, on the phone later on this morning. Uh, Channel Saracens versus Hallen. Uh, Cinderford Town versus Reading City. Cinderford manager Matt Driscoll is also on the blower in a short period of time. Eversley in California versus Stonehouse Town. Highworth Town versus Slimbridge. Uh, Malmesbury Victoria versus Tuffley Rovers, who secured their first league win of the season in midweek. Uh, Newton Town versus Woodley United. 
and of course the game at Meadowbank that will be going to Shortbridge United versus Long Levens. A couple of games in Hellenic Div 2 West, Evesham Development versus Newman Development and Cheltenham Saracens Development are at Shipston Excelsior. Uh, the Senior Amateur Cup in the Gloucester FA County Cups this season we're keeping an eye on the southern section as well because as we we found out midway through last season it combines so it gets to the quarterfinals and it combines and yeah it sort of came out of the blue for us so we're going to keep on top of it um so the fixtures in the northern section which is the section we care the most about around here uh Byerbury versus Barclay Borton Rovers Development versus Mushet and Callway, uh, Brockworth versus Broadwell Amateurs, Chalford versus Tewkesbury Town. That'll be a blockbuster of a game. Uh, Charlton Rovers Lidbrook is obviously off. If you missed the news, you can read about it on sevensport.co.uk. Uh, Charlton Rovers, unfortunately, have withdrawn from the Northern Senior League, um, and that includes a walkover to Lidbrook in the County Cup. Uh, Cheltenham Civil Service versus English Bickner. Dursley Town versus Stonehouse Town Reserves. Fairford Town Reserves versus Barman United. As we said, Jody Bevan on the phone later on. So we spoke to him about uh, both games for Fairford first and their reserves today. Two big, massive games. Sharpness versus Leonard Stanley. Smith's Barometrics versus Bishop Sleeve played last night and I believe Bishop Sleeve won on penalties. Uh, Warden United versus King Stanley and Wollaston versus Tuffley Rovers Development in Southern Section. Uh, Mangotsfield Suburban versus Southmead is Athletic. Ormondsbury versus Greyfriars Athletic. Some of these names. DRG Frenchay versus Shaftesbury Crusade. Uh, Eastern Cowboys versus Hambrook. Hannam Athletic versus Saints Old Boys. Uh, Iron Acton versus Bromley Heath United. Uh, Jamaica Bell versus Wick. Little Stoke versus Old Sodbury, Alveston United versus Chippen Sodbury Town Reserves, Redbridge versus Stoke Gifford United, Rockleys Rangers versus Patchway, Shire Hampton Reserves versus Wessex Wanderers, uh, Snade Park versus Filton Athletic, Tosserdown United versus Thornbury Town Reserves, and University of Bristol versus Longwell Green Sports Reserves. And brief, some of those names, absolutely horrendous names for football clubs. But that's neither here or there. Uh, there's also games in the Stroud League, Cheltenham League, North Gloss League, and there's plenty more to enjoy in the lower leagues, including more County Cup fixtures, 7sport.co.uk for those. And then tomorrow, you know, we, we, we try and do a double header every weekend here at 7 Sports. So Shortwood versus Long Levens on Saturday, and of course, women's football takes uh the well the attentions on women's football for sunday there's plenty of fixtures again again on sevensport.co.uk so check those out ipswich town ladies versus cheltenham town in the national league uh forest green women they're at home to bristol rovers women that could be an absolutely absolute corker of a game uh, at new lawn uh, they started advertising for that one as soon as it was full time last week that was you know, that's efficiency, that is, to try and get people through the gate for that one. Uh, in the Northern Division, it's Bocco Ladies versus Bitten Ladies. That would be a good fixture. Uh, Bristol Rovers Reserves versus Western Supermare. Down End Flyers versus Gloucester City. Polton Rovers Ladies versus Mangusfield United. And St. Valia versus Olverston United Women. Uh, in the County League, which is where our focus will be, in Division 1, it's Cleve versus Whitchurch Ladies. Uh, Shannon Civil Service versus Dursley. Sirencester Town versus Chatham Saracens. That is sponsored by Seven Sport. We sponsor Sirencester's home games. Longwell Green versus Bristol and West. And Tuffley Rovers Ladies versus Bocco Ladies Reserves at Gleaven Park in Division 2. Uh, Chatham Town Development versus Bristol Ladies Union. 
Gloucester City Women Development versus Mangotsfield United Women Reserves. That will be where I'll be heading tomorrow afternoon. Uh, Red Falcon Women versus Downend Flyers Reserves and Southmead Ladies versus Bradley Stoke in Division 3. And Doversford Women versus Elwood. Uh, City of Gloucester versus Bitten Development, who won 17-0 last week. They are set to probably win that league. Uh, Kingswood Women versus Downend Flyers Development. Lydney Town Ladies versus Winchcombe and University of Bristol Women versus Mitchell Dean. And, of course, in the Herefordshire FA Women's League, Cinderford Town are at home to Ledbury Swifts Women. 7sport.co.uk for all of the fixtures, men's and women's, on the website. Go and enjoy it. Um, we have plenty to, to look ahead to this episode, and we're going to start by playing a song. This week has been a, a busy week for Gloucester City, as you would anticipate. Um, the big news was that Tim Flowers was sacked on Sunday after we were talking about it you know, last week, the FA Cup. Tie against AFC Totten felt like it was a, if City were to lose it, then, then Flowers would lose his job. City did lose it. They lost it by three goals to nil. Could have been you know, easily 6-0, and that's not an exaggeration. Gloucester City were that bad. Totten were, were very organised and created a lot of chances. Um, the animosity from the Gloucester City fans was, was there and apparent and rightly so I think you know on reflection the, the performances weren't good enough from what we saw here at Seven Sport myself, Kelsey, Matt we all saw Gloucester City play a number of times over the last few weeks and you know it just simply wasn't good enough and you know it led to the news on Sunday that Tim Flowers and Jan Klikowski had left the Tiger Turf Stadium and then of course we had the TN talk with Patrick Chambers on the show and he talked to us about what he was looking for in a new manager. And this is what he said. Yeah, I mean, obviously, even prior to this game, I knew that potentially if results didn't improve, I would have to be making a you know the decision I've made today. So yes, I've got a very clear picture in my mind. I do have a couple of targets. I know the kind of person that it needs to be. It needs to be somebody that can demonstrate they can operate at this level, that have had reasonable success at this level, and who can cope with the challenges of, you know, a a part-time budget. So, of course, that got the rumour mill going. Um, You know, speculation before the the TN talk went out was, you know, potential targets, including the likes of Paul Michael, who is, of course, at Murford Town doing a great job, former Cinderford Town gaffer. Uh, Rumours that potentially Lee Mansell, Mike Cook, uh, would return to the Tiger Turf Stadium. And ultimately, the news came on Monday, no, Monday or Tuesday. The week went so quick for me. Um, but basically, Mike Cook was installed as the new manager of Gloucester City. And, you know, the excitement's there for the fans. Um, and rightly so, I think that he'll look to, to bring the good times back to Gloucester City. And we hope that he does. This is what he said in his first interview as Gloucester City manager. OK, Mike, uh, congratulations and welcome back to Gloucester City. Um, tell us about how this, uh, how this move came about. No, thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, it was a phone call on Monday, um, so I was very grateful for Swindon Town um, uh, allowing me to speak to Gloucester City. And once I spoke to them uh, with Patrick and Nicky, then um, it was quite a, a short process to actually uh, saying yes, and uh, I'd love to come. I think there's some unfinished business, which is uh, definitely what I'm looking at as a club. 
Um, and I, I just think, yeah, it's a great opportunity for me, which I, I, I couldn't turn down. Well, you joined us uh, last time in your last spell in sort of similar circumstances in a way. Um, obviously different now, we're back home in Gloucester, we've got the stadium. Um, what does it mean to you to, to be coming back and managing Gloucester at home in Gloucester in front of a home grade? Yeah, it's lovely. I mean, my uh, my granddad was a Gloucester City supporter sort of 30, 40, 50 years ago. So if he was alive today, it, it, it would be unbelievable for him. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. It's something that I'm immensely proud of. And it's very humbling to be appointed as the manager in this situation. It's lovely to be back in the city and, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to give everything we can get against Darlington. So we're really looking forward to it as a coaching staff and uh, obviously the players. And you've got, uh, you bring in uh, Macca and uh, Hoskins, Andy Hoskins back with you as well. Um, yeah. They obviously know the club inside out. Yeah, I mean, you've got Mark McGregor, who's been brilliant. He's also assisted um, Mance when he's come back. He's also helped me at Chippenham before. And he's, he, you know, he's a trustworthy guy. He's got his, all his coaching qualifications. I'm, I'm very sound with him. And we've got Oski that can come in and, you know, he knows the non-league scene really well. He's a bit of a Gloucester City legend as well. So I think that... Um, there's a lot of respect for him in that respect. He he, he comes across uh, with some brilliant players that have been recommended to us in the past. So we're, we're happy to have him on board. Um, we'll see what happens with Fleets as well, because Fleets has been fantastic with uh, Patrick. So we're, we're keen to keep him involved. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens over the next sort of couple of uh, weeks, really, with all the, all the players and... Uh, you know, from our point of view, we're, we're just happy to be here at the moment and be, be part of this uh, great little project. Well, um, obviously, you, you've only just come in today. The, the players haven't had, had their session yet. Um, but what, what do you know about the task at hand? How are you going to be approaching this and the situation that, that we're in? Yeah, I think we're four or five players that we know. And then there's probably eight or nine players that we don't know. Uh, so we've got to get to, to to get build relationships and see you know where they're coming from, what their strengths and weaknesses are. Um, I'm definitely going to be a coach who gets onto the field of play and does a bit of coaching. Um, we we've got a good record on AstroTurf with what we've done at either Gloucester City or Chippenham beforehand. Um, so we know what we want. It's just whether we've got those players to hand to 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 start off with. Um, there's already been a couple of clubs that have phoned us from sort of uh, the EFL this this you know this evening, where we can tap into those players as well. So um, we're just very excited about being here, and it's it's a great opportunity. Um, I feel so lucky and and uh, privileged uh, to to have a go at it, and obviously meeting with Patrick and Nicky, it's it's been great over the last sort of twenty four hours. So. It's, uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get too carried away with it, but it, it is, it's just great to be back. Uh, finally then, um, we've got Darlington on Saturday. Patrick said on the uh, podcast that we do at the weekend that, that that's a bit of a free hit for whoever comes in. They've just appointed a new manager today. Um, they're bottom of the league. Are, are you treating it as a free hit? Um, I am and I'm not really. I mean, I, I think uh, I know Josh Gowling really well. He's just been appointed by Darlington. So they've uh, obviously done a very good appointment. Um, he's very structured. In my day job that I work for the Professional Footballers Association, I've had a little bit to do with Josh 
on his uh, UEFA C and his UEFA B and then going into his A licence. So he's, he's a very accomplished coach. He knows uh, uh, the non-league scene. He's, he's got a great pedigree of what he's done at Hereford. So it's, it's going to be very tough. He, he, you know, it's, uh, it's exciting to see somebody who's what I would class a little bit of an old friend. And, um, you know, I wish him every success in, in going forward. But uh, for Saturday, we need those three points. So he's... Uh, He's, uh, he's aware of the fact that we're, we're going to come up there and try our very, very best. Gloucester City, of course, heading to Darlington today in the National League North. Mike Cook's first game back in charge of the Tigers. Uh, big news, actually. Harley Musto and Luke Sloan have been announced that they have been called up to the first-team squad, the academy players. Good luck to those two. Two very, very nice lads. Um, had a, a dealing with with Luke in particular over the last couple of seasons. He played for Glossy under 19s at the time in the Seven Sports Shield at Long Levens a couple of years ago, and, and you know we we spoke a lot from then. Uh, you know I need to go see him play. I, I've been promising it for for a while, and, and I do appreciate that. You know he, they've been very patient with me, particularly Luke, in trying to get me down to to Target to have to watch him play. Hopefully, uh, that will happen sooner rather than later. Right, we're going to go for a song. When we come back, we'll have Cinder for Town manager Matthew Driscoll on the phone. Welcome back to Buddy's for Breakfast live this Saturday morning. I'm pleased to say that we're joined on the phone by Cinder for Town manager Matthew Driscoll. Matthew, how are you? Yeah, very good, mate. Thank you. How are yourself? Yeah, we're, we're all good. We're hanging on in there. Um, now, the last time I, I saw you was after the the win against Long Levens. Um, looking at the the results since, you know, a bit of a mixed bag. You know, defeats to Worcester City, Pershaw, Hereford, Pegasus. You know, some of the tougher teams in the division. But looking at it as well, you know, there are wins against Lydney in the big local derby. Wins against Brimscombe. Hartbury in the Floodlit Cup, of course, and then the midweek win against Worcester Raiders. How has it been? Um, challenging, first of all. Um, obviously, coming into a squad from the from last year, which was, was which was depleted, um, and coming in to I think we had two players left from last mm-hmm. season, so it was a massive rebuild, to be honest, and simply because the. The size of the club um, and who they are is how we attract the players. And to be fair, it's, it's been pretty easy to attract players to the club. So um, just of who they are and where they've been. So we we get there now. I always said to um, to Nick, the chairman, who to be fair, has been fantastic with um, with me. It'll take us ten games to mm-hmm. to sort of get a settled squad. So I think we're going to be nine games in tomorrow, and and it's coming. You know, international clearance is. Uh, is killing me. Um, we just made a signing out tonight, which was Adam Davis from Merthyr, Merthyr captain, which is another massive signing. But in international clearance, we're probably going to meet another month for him. So, um, yeah, it's, it's coming together. And it's, look, it's not just Welsh boys coming over, which is a, which is a great link for Sindiford, which I've had for years. It's, you know, we've gone out and we've looked for players. Um, you know, we've got two boys from Broadwell, two uh, boys from Road, uh, play from Rodine. Mm-hmm. We just they're just gems, like you know, and that's just you know, listen to play uh, people who know them. We had a friendly against the Forest Select, and they shined and they've come in. And you know, since they played, they've got better and better. And yeah, and, and since then, you know, I've had phone calls, they players want to come to the club, so you know, it's it's, it's we're a really good place at the minute. Um, it's just we just 
got to get the results, which you know, which we're getting slowly, so we're getting better, and you know, come to our ten games and so on. I'm hoping we can pick up the results, you know, as in Wednesday, which, which is a really good win against Worcester Raiders, you know. Yeah, you, you mentioned there about obviously, you know, uh, signing a, a number of the, the Welsh boys coming over, but you know, as you've already said there, you you came and inherited a squad that's got two players in it, you're naturally going to sign players that you know, which ultimately is going to be, you know, players from Wales at this point. Yeah, yeah, and to be honest, and the players that we've got in, you know, so Craig Norman, um, excellent good player, um, played in the Southern League you know, for, for years, Dan Barnard, you know, Southern League, so the players we've got, they've played in our division, so, and the players I know from the Welsh League who want to make that step up, you know, is, is, you know, and to be honest, they could have probably got more money playing in the Welsh League, mm-hmm. but to come into that English pyramid and you know to, to come into the club Cinderford, the, the setup, the, the way it's, it's so professional, it's, it's a no-brainer for them, you know, to, to come over and you know, for instance, playing Wednesday on Worcester Warriors is pure rugby pitch. It's you know, it's a pro pitch, you know, it's, it's, it's something they've never experienced before, you know. So it's it's, it's a massive plus, you know, all. all um, Every game from, yeah, they're learning and they're getting better. Like, and what have you made, uh, or how easy has it been, I should say, to to settle into the club and in you know the environment and the atmosphere that the club has? Oh, look, look to be honest, um, speakers you find they are absolutely fantastic. You know, you know everyone, the supporters, you know, the, the Phil, the kit man who's been there for I don't know, I think he's had twenty three <laughs> managers, and Nick, the chairman, you know. To work for someone like Nick, um, you know, I speak to Nick on the phone, and we read on the phone for forty minutes. He's he's an absolute pleasure to work for. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, he, he's so supportive. You know, if I ask for something, he'll help out. And yeah, he's he just at the minute it's it's so helpful, and it's just a it's a great great club. To be honest, and I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. Like you know. And how important is it for for a club like Cinderford, you know, just clubs in general, but particularly Cinderford, who, you know, the last couple of years, they haven't had the feel-good factor, I suppose, to be able to, you know, see attendances go up at Cinderford, people enjoying what they're seeing, the squad that's been put together, the atmosphere as a whole. You know, how important is it to have that in a community club like Cinderford? I think it's massive, to be honest, mate. So, look... um... I used to play against Sinford before when I was at Merthyr and Cleveland, so it was always our place to go. You know, you, you, you go there and you know you're in for a tough night, you know, and you know, you have the supporters shouting you a boost. <laughs> um, but the last two seasons, you know, they've struggled, and mm-hmm. you know, to, to be fair, if you're a supporter and you're paying good money to, for a team, we're going to get beat 3 or 4 nil, and you're expecting to lose, you're going to lose supporters, so. You know, we coming in now, and the, the, the buzz is coming back. You know, we 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 had a game against Long Levens, and we we had the win. You know, supporters coming on to you saying, "Oh, look, this is brilliant." You know, we haven't had this for years. The buzz is getting back, so you know they can see how hard we work and be in the scenes. You know, how hard the club work behind the scenes to, to get that back to where the, where the club should be. Like you know, so yeah, it's it's going really well. Because ultimately, you know, you've come in at a good time uh, for Cinderford. You know, the reserve side. Uh, he's obviously been registered in the, the Hellenic too. You know, in the early days when you're waiting for the international clearances for so many players, you know how how helpful has that been to have? The, the, it's, it's been massive, to be honest. You know, Rich, who, um, the reserve manager, he's excellent. So, you know, if it weren't for the reserve team this year, um, we probably could have fielded a team, to be honest. You know, um, Worcester 
City away, we had a bell eleven, and we had reserves on the bench. Mm-hmm. So and and so if we didn't have them, we wouldn't survive. So you know, for our reserve team, it is absolutely massive. So and we can work together, you know. So we got players coming back off injury, they'll go into the reserve team. Um, and if we got if they got players who are shining, they'll come into the first team. So it's yeah, it was a really really good working relationship for two teams. And obviously today, you know, it is FA Vars Day. Uh, Reading City are coming up uh, from Berkshire. They've already come up this season and played Slimbridge in the FA Cup and got the win there. Um, do you know much about Reading City? What sort of game are you expecting today? Um, we played um, Wokenham and Elbrook in the FA Cup. I know they're in the same league as Reading City. So I think it was two weeks later. They, that was the first league game, and they beat Elbrook three-one or two-nil, mm-hmm. something like that. So um, I think they're very direct. So might suit us, you know. We got uh, Dan Barnard at the back. You know, we don't miss an header to be fair. And you know, our attacking team, you know, we'll score goals. You know, we we must be the most entertaining team to watch, um, <laughs> apart from um, Worcester Raiders, because. You know, some teams score three goals, we score four. Um, so if we can sort of cut that defensive thing out, we, we'll be we'll be up there, like you know. So, but it'll be tough tomorrow. You know, you know, London teams are going to be uh, back to front very quick. So it's just if we can win that first ball and win the second ball and get it to our front four, you know, we've got a chance. So we just got to turn up, mate. If we if we turn up like we did against Worcester Raiders for me, which is our best performance by far. We'll be in a chance. Mm. We'll have a chance against anyone, like you know. And, and obviously, you know, with the the fact that the likes of Gloucester City are away from home today, um, there are plenty of options locally for games. For anyone who hasn't been to Cinderford this season, or, or you know, seen a, a side that you've managed, if they were to go to Cinderford today, what kind of football can they expect to see? Well, they probably get goals. <laughs> to be honest, uh, at both ends. So. And that could be entertaining. Um, you'll have a team will give you hundred um, percent. So look, any team that I've been involved with will will give hundred percent. You know, they'll run through brick walls and and they will. So um, look, we will play football in the right areas, um, and we will go, we will go back to front very quick because we got uh, Lee was Powell from Merthyr, um who scored six in four games. So we use him a lot. Um, we got Craig Norman up top who don't miss an header. So we'll we'll use our attributes best we can you know our two wingers are really quick um, so um, they'll see some entertaining football uh, and, and look they'll get their money's worth um, that, you know that, that's a given like you know Perfect well Matthew thank you very much for joining us on the programme today good luck to you in the FA Vars this afternoon Yeah thank you and uh, hope to speak to you soon again Matty Driscoll joining us on the programme Cinderford Town versus Reading City that is an FA Vars second qualifying round this afternoon at Causeway get yourself down there if you are looking for a game and a bit local to the forest it's all set to be a very very entertaining game Matty Driscoll is just a guaranteed either goals or a nil-nil draw I can't decide what he's jinxed the game with or you know maybe blessed the game with we'll find out this afternoon we're going to go for another song when we come back Jody Bevan will be on the show to conclude. Well, it's been a great week. This is Seven Sports. That was Ocean Drive by the Lighthouse family. This is Buddies for Breakfast. And we're joined on the phone by Fairford Town Director of Football, Jody Bevan. Good morning, Jody. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Ryan. 
and you know, first and foremost, um, you know, I think it's maybe the first or second time we've had you on as, as director of football now at Fairford. Are you still enjoying the role? Are you missing the, the management side of it yet? I'm not missing the management side of it one little bit. Um, it's far, I must admit, it's far more work than I ever mm-hmm. um, anticipated it was going to be, um, the role. But actually, I, I I get a huge amount out of it. I'm, I am really enjoying it. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's still the same thing. When you when you get a result on a Saturday, um, you still feel part of it and you have a great weekend. And when you lose, you want to, you know, you're, you're, the cat avoids you. Um, yeah, it's, you know, all those same feelings are still there. I said it just feels... Uh, yeah, it's I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And you know, since the the last time we we spoke to you, you know, every time we we chat, even just in general, let alone on the show, um, you know, something's always happening with Fairford. There's always a change happening to you know try and progress the club that little bit further. This season, you know, it's all about the under 18s. There's the reserve side, of course, that um, has had a new management. It's changed into the Hellenic West, so it's a lot of more local games for the the reserve side. It's a bit of a buzz around the club. Is that you know? It feels that way from the outside. Is that what it's like inside? Yeah, definitely. We've been, certainly been trying to. Um, I think all you know since the end of last season and knowing what we were going to do with the new teams coming in, we wanted to create you know a bit of momentum, a bit of a buzz about the place. And um, on in that regard, it's been you know it's been fantastic. You know, um, we've seen that Goffey and the reserves have built a really kind of strong squad we were really you know impressed with what he built and they've had a they've had a really good start just um you know three wins three wins and then their first defeat um last week so they've been you know they look like they're uh, at the moment at, at the top of the league and, and with players back from suspension as well which hopefully will make them them stronger so that's good um the under-18s, we knew after the FA Youth Cup game when we played, uh, you know, it was a rude awakening. We got absolutely um, battered 6-0 on the night by Brit- by Bridgewater. But it gave us that, right, we know the level now. We know that's going to be the top uh, of the league that we're in. So we know what levels we've got to aspire to. And they've, you know, they've done, you know, in the game since, all right, last week we got our um, off the board. They went to Yeovil and, and got a point at Yeovil, which was... Um, you know, a fantastic result in, in the circumstances. Bit of a shame they were they were two 0 up, but um, and it ended up drawing. But um, you know, that's, again, positive. They're off the mm. board. They're not going to be you know, they're not going to be whipping boys or anything like that. Um, very young. As I said, whilst they're in a strong under 18s league, the reality is we've got a team of um, you know it's it's an under 17s. So this year it's always going to be a kind of like sounding sounding block and, and seeing where we go. So. That's that's really positive, and then yeah, the, you know the first team. This, you know we've had some dodgy results of of, of late, but again we, we we know we've got we've got some really good players um, throughout the whole setup of the club, which is which is great. And, and ultimately, with the the reserve side, you know it was one that caught my eye in the summer when you talk about. Uh, teams who maybe aren't in the the main divisions that we look at, so the Hellenic Prem, Southern League, you know, Northern Senior League, the Hellenic two sort of out of the way a little bit. But the squad they're putting together, you know, James Bowers, um, you know, Adam Loveridge has signed on for for the team. Harry Duncan's played for them the last, well, we saw him for Champions Saracens game. You know, there are players in there who, you know, when you look at it, they wouldn't be out of place in in some Hellenic Prem, even, you know, Div 1 sides. No, and and that's, that's exactly what we want at the end of the day, and that's why we've made a, I guess we've made a point 
of, you know, we are, it is fair for dang reserves, not mm -hmm. development, even though kind of that is a key aspect of it, but we didn't want to be seen to be, um, you know, we, that, you, you need that experience in there as well. It's just not all about um, what's the ultimate aim is to be, you know, we've got some excellent young players as well. Um, uh, young Obi that we have in the team and Tom Starr, two teenagers um, that have been in the team and really, they really stand out and they, you know, they've been on the, uh, within the first team setup as well. We want to give them that platform to kind of uh, shine, but as I said, we also want to be. It can't be all about that. We, you know, mm. we want it to be a serious side. And ultimately, I want everyone within that reserve team. Um, the ideal scenario is that they are all knocking on Reader's door if things aren't working out for the first team to say, "Well, hang on, we've got. A, there's a different option there. If need be, we can, you know, chop and change and." Um, you know, the, the, the quality is there as such. So that's what we hope. I mean, as I said, it's uh, it's never easy. Hellenic League, by its nature, player availability, suspensions, strange fixture um, <laughs> planning. Um, it, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, a lot of variables that kind of go into everything every, every single week. But um, yeah, it, the, the, the theory is, in theory, we, uh, you know, I want as many strong sides as, as possible, and everything kind of feeding into, oh, you know, one team feeding into the next and, and, and so on and so forth. So hopefully we will have a number of under-18s this year will play reserve team football and a number of reserve team players will play first team football. And, and ultimately, you know, today is a, a good example of, you know, when you have a club that has two sides at a certain level and, you know, big games do come, you know, you look at it today, Cadbury Heath in the, the Vars for the first team, but then the reserves have a, a County Cup game against Barnwood. You know, the, the Senior Amateur Cup is a, a cup that we, we follow religiously year in, year out, because it's always a good cup and it's always a good standard. You know, that's two big fixtures that Fairford Town sides are playing in this afternoon. That's ultimately what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree. The county is... <laughs> I've got to be careful what I say, but the county cup <laughs> means far. In my, I, say, I think my feelings are fairly well known on the on the first team county cup um, over the years. But for the reserve team, it's an important competition. Mm -hmm. um, so we want that, you know, we want them to do as um, you know as well as they can. And you know, the reality is, um, you know, with the with Hellenic two, um, you know, the, the standard is probably, you know, I know the standard of Northern Senior is very is very high as well. So it's it's a good sounding board just to see exactly where you are. It's, 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 it's tough to kind of gauge at times exactly where teams fit between, you know, the two in that respect being kind of um, slightly aside from the pyramid makes it mm. hard to judge where you are at times. So, yeah. Well, both sides won't know anything about each other, will they? You know, your reserve side yeah. and Barmer today will know nothing about each other. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look forward to it. As I said in the... It would be good after a, a tough week if we could, uh, yeah, have a day where we could get, as you know, I said, the 18s are playing there at home in the morning against Hamworthy. So, yeah, I'd, be, I'd love it to come six o'clock tomorrow night if I've got um, three wins on the board. That would be the, that's the dream scenario. And on, a, on an afternoon like that, you know, as a director of football, you, you know, do you have to be at the home game? Are you going to be going with the first? Where are you going to be? So the way I mean, ideally, I would I would like to be dot myself around the way it's worked, um, and we are so stretched on the board. Not only am I director of football at the moment, I'm also secretary and commercial manager, and God knows what else. Um, so I'm finding myself having to be at um, 
first team games at the moment to do all the kind of the, the back office or admin side of things that inevitably is needed. So, um, yeah, that's um, a bit of a nuisance at the moment. If anyone's listening is, is interested in becoming a, a secretary or a match secretary of the football club, please, gonna say, please get in touch with me because I'd be more than welcome to kind of show you the ropes so I could focus more on the uh, go back to being just purely director of football. It's uh, <laughs> My wife would also be very happy because, uh, yeah, <laughs> football does kind of dominate at the weekends. Um, but that's, an, <laughs> that's a side issue. So, yeah, at the moment, I'm very much... Um, you know, I, I, I am at every first-team game. And uh, as a Man United fan, I'm going to take the solace in the fact that Everton aren't doing too well either, and you being an Everton fan, of course. Um, you know, what what have you made of their start to the season? Uh, unfortunately, all too predictable. Um, it's, it's sad to see just the club in the state that it's in at the moment. Um, you know, the last... Uh, well, two years ago, we stayed up with, uh, uh, you know, by the skin of our teeth. Last year, um, I was banking on the fact that there were just about three teams worse than Everton. This year, I'm going in with exactly the same message. Unfortunately, the squad is getting weaker and weaker and weaker mm-hmm. every as every year passes for a club the size of Everton. It's just simply, it's ridiculous how we can be in this uh, situation. Um, but it is what it is, and I think ultimately... It's going to come down to are there three teams worse than Everton? Um, otherwise, the inevitable is eventually going to happen. Um, and if it did happen, I, I really struggle to uh, for the future of the club. Um, it seems mm. like we're just hanging, hanging on, hanging on, hanging on in the hope that we stay in the Premiership until the until the new stadium is built. But um, yeah, it's so say new owners coming in. They, it sounds a bit. They don't sound the best, in, in all honesty. But well, you can never tell. You can never tell yeah. with the new owners what they're going to be like until they're actually in. Absolutely. So, I mean, I was funny enough, I was up in Liverpool, um, well, probably four weeks ago. Um, mm-hmm. the, one, the one really positive thing is that the new stadium um, is rapidly going up as part of the skyline now. It, 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 as and when it's done, yeah, it's, it's going to be an amazing stadium. It's, you know, it does look something else. So... Uh, yeah, we. Ju- I just got to, uh, yeah, keep my fingers crossed that it's the, um, the final years of Goodison remain a remain a pre- Premiership ground. Well, Jody, thank you very much for joining us on the program. Good luck to all of Fairford sides in their respective games this afternoon, and, and we'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, no problem. Cheers, Ryan. Jody Bevan there joining us ahead of a. Big, big day for Fairford Town. Cadbury Heath await the first team in the FA Vars and they host Barnwood United in the way of the reserve team and, of course, the under-18s, which will be playing this morning. So uh, if you are around, go to Cinder Lane for the reserve game against Barnwood. Some good football that will be in the Senior Amateur Cup and, of course, Sparks Diner will be open. And uh, that's us. That's us done for this week. Another great week here on Birdies for Breakfast. Uh, you can listen back to the programme or if you are listening back, uh, you, you're doing what I'm going to tell you today, which is listen again, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, not just Birdies for Breakfast, but all of the broadcasts, the podcasts that we produce this season. That's the place to go for it. And 7sport.co.uk is the place to go for all your latest updates 
athletes in and around Gloucestershire football. Sofabsports.co.uk, 20% off at the online check-in. Just use the code 7sport20 and treat yourself to 20% off. Next week, it's another big week. Of course it is. Every week's a big week in, in local football, isn't it? But it's the next round of the Women's FA Cup, so we'll look ahead to that. And there's also plenty going on, as there is throughout the week. But thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you next week. This is Seven Sports.